Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Siza and the Stash, two cats talking about sports. I am Austin the Stash, joined as always by the one, the only, Parker Siza, baby. Yes, good uh, morning, good afternoon, good evening to you. How are you today? Doing doing really good. Stressed out of my freaking mind, dog. Is it the holiday season? Is that why? <laughs> or, or what is it? It is specifically the fact that it is Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. And where most people are like, you know what? It's Thanksgiving week. I don't have to do anything. This yeah. job, this job can shove it. Well, Mm-mm. salespeople wait to the last minute to sell everything. And so Donna and I are working our yeah, asses off trying to get everything in for the long weekend so we can actually relax a little bit. The, the most stressful time of the year is always before a long weekend, sports, and mm-hmm. before, like, before holidays and the end of the month. Yep. So I feel so pretty much like every uh, every week almost. We, we right? like, like the second <laughs> week of the month is normally pretty bliss. Yeah. <laughs> the second week of the month. Everything else, pure chaos. Yep. Yep. So but uh, it, what doesn't help is that I really took it easy on Monday because we had the, the state championship game. Yep. We called uh, EMF, Exeter Milligan friend against Stan, the D1 state football championship at Memorial Stadium first one of the day and we called a we called a heck of a game it was a really good game 42 to 36 Stanton won EMF though probably lost that game right i mean yeah. you, you, that's what you'd have to say three turnovers in the fourth quarter uh, they scored on the first play of the fourth quarter made it 28 to 18 and then boom just like that three turnovers that that Stanton i think answered on two of those uh, to jump ahead they got turnover on downs on another one but uh yeah you can't can't turn over the football so EMF took a page out of Nebraska football and uh <laughs> n- no no i'm just kidding no offense to those guys they, they, every the all of those players on that field played so hard the weather was terrible rough. i mean they had to have been rough out there to play uh windy and rainy and you know mid 30s uh, just like enough where it's still raining but not quite snowing yet like that was the temperature yep. uh for that game so it was a really good one those guys played hard uh emf should be very proud of the season they absolutely had. they 100 percent should and of course stanton congratulations yep. to them winning eight-man football love seeing it what you don't love seeing is what austin bore to the freaking you game. yeah you, you <laughs> i want you to talk about it because uh you were Boy! in like a, you were in like a Full tuxedo, uh, except the jacket. You didn't have a suit jacket, a tux suit. And uh, tell the people what you ended up wearing me, instead of the suit. Let me set the stage for <laughs> yeah, there you. There you go. <laughs> I, I have just a crippling anxiety when it comes to like wearing clothes that match. And the reason why is because my wife and my mom and basically every woman in my life tells me that I am constantly not matching. I am constantly having clashing colors. This has gone back since high school. Yeah. I use the my the great example is that I used to have a yellow shirt and I would wear red shorts with it. And I and my girlfriend who is now my wife would always give me flag for it like it doesn't match. And I'm like you're wrong. Because Hulk Hogan wears yellow and red, yep. so clearly it matches. That's right. it, it can work. It can work. Clearly it works. And so I have garnered a huge anxiety of what to wear, especially when going out to big events where like, I really want to look good, right? And I made the mistake 
of being like, you know what, I'm going to take Henry to daycare, let Liz go to work, and then I'll come back and get ready for the game. I made that mistake. Bad choice. It was a really bad yeah. choice because I'm looking, I, I had my outfit picked out, I put on my gray dress pants, and turns out the quads are too beefy. Because it fit around the waist, but I could, I would have split in a second if I had one sat little down. squat, you know, like oh. one little bend down to pick up a piece of paper. I did a, I did a quarter <laughs> squat, and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> could feel the seam stretch yeah. apart. Yeah. So I, so I scrapped those. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Then I'm like, okay, I've got khakis, but my brown shoes are are really rough like my brown dress shoes are are old and and they're very uncomfortable and so you I'm like I can't I can't wear black shoes with with khakis like my my black shoes are black and white and so I can't do that so I, I throw those out so I'm like okay so I'm not wearing khakis mm-hmm. well I've got black pants okay I got black pants and I'm looking at all my shirts and I'm like none of these go with black pants which is a lie like four of them go with black pants, yeah. but they all have like patterns and I don't know what to do. So I say, you know what? I know what works. Black pants, white shirt. Mm-hmm. Black pants, white button down shirt. Simple Common. enough. Common. Common. I, I undo like two buttons so that way I got some chest hair going so it's more casual. So that way people don't think that I'm going to a wedding. And I put on the black suspenders, mistake, and then I throw on the shoes that are white and black paisley. Yes. Looks. The shoes are great. The shoes are cool. I love love those shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those shoes, but they look like I am going to a a (laughs) black tie, tap dancing, (laughs) black tie event. And then Uh, I don't have a suit jacket. The last suit jacket I bought was when I was a sophomore in college. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that suit jacket has been lost to the lost to the ethers. Wherever it's wherever it is. Probably wouldn't fit in in heaven. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the numerous moves, it did not make it to, to one of them. So I throw on my jean jacket with a leather collar it was incredible it was incredible you came in i was like whoa (laughs) whoa nice absolutely everyone stopped and looked at me and every single room that i walked into and i felt so terrible every single step of the way it was really good it was uh, it was a statement it was a statement that you made a good little fashion statement I at, liked least, it. at least I was clean sha- I was yeah. clean shaven minus the mustache. Uh-huh. I still got the mustache. The mustache was looking good. I it, I haven't I, I went to the get my hair cut like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. so the haircut's still looking mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Everything was like put together, but it was just too much for the it was, location. It was a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was we, so ready to take a photo with you to be like first state ch- state oh, championship yeah, we didn't do game. That. Jeez. And yeah, we didn't yeah, do yeah, it. You yeah. want to know why? Because I you didn't, didn't want to do it. it. Yeah. I didn't want to mark this this <laughs> outfit down and give it life beyond uh, this. Yeah. Well, in hindsight because we did say what was it Friday? We're like, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to are yep. we going to go button down? Are we going to go mm-hmm. and I told you. I said, "Yeah, I'll do uh I'll do probably like khaki pants and I've got a button down long sleeve shirt and just Throw on a, a yeah. suit jacket, you know, which I have, right? So <laughs> I have, yeah, because so. you're a real professional, a <laughs> so, real adult human being. It's only one. It's just one. No, there's. I have another one too, but it's gray. It wouldn't have fit anyway, or it wouldn't have worked. But uh, so yeah, just threw that on, and then uh, yeah, here, here, you you just missed one piece. You were one piece away, but uh, you <laughs> know what? Black it, suit it away. Good. Black it, yeah, suit jacket black away from getting jacket. married again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Man. So, so now next time we do that, we have to uh, order suits. We got to get some uh, uh, commission or not commission. Uh, <laughs> some, go, uh, go to the tuxedo rental per place. Per yeah. diem. Get, yes. get a per diem from our station here to order some. And we'll do, we'll go to one of those games just in black ties, bo- bow ties maybe. You know, oh, who knows? Bolo. Yeah. Maybe a bolo. Oh. One of us in a bolo. Come on. Come on. That'd be great. You want to talk about just sex appeal. Just <laughs> oozing sex yeah. appeal. I mean, you wouldn't be single anymore if you, That's start right. wearing, you start wearing a bolo tie, man. Dude. You know, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. <laughs> Interesting thing to think about here. Interesting choice. Oh, goodness. I tell you what, when, when we're done, like when sports season is like wrapped up and we don't have much to talk about mm-hmm. and Husker football isn't constantly in our minds yeah. and, and thoughts. We should do an entire segment every single week on trying to get you a girlfriend. Yes, I think do like be. a um, uh, the like dating a deep tapes. dive. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, my d- gosh, can tapes. we do the VHS dating tapes? <laughs> we have to, Parker. Put the the old. Uh, oh man, that that'd be like where somebody would sit there and go, you know, hey, I'm my name is Parker Siza, and I am a uh, you know I'm a 27 year old from uh, North Lincoln. You know all and that like long you walks go, yeah. on the beach. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. I could do that. I could do that. That'd Absolutely. be good content, right? I mean, one hundred percent. Would it work? Who knows? But uh, oh, only one way to try. <laughs> That's right. We, we will never know if we don't try, mm-hmm. Parker. Mm-hmm. It is my goal. By the time that size and the stash finishes, we get you a girlfriend. Not not hey. necessarily a wife. We, I, no. I can't. I'm not a miracle worker, but yeah. I can get you a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could try that here. I'll, I'll, I'll continue trying on my own, and uh, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think that's I right. would be the best wingman. Because I am so confident. Do you have a success rate for wingman or being a wingman? Being or, a wingman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no one's really giving me the time of day. Oh, okay, you know, okay. I'm still in the in the trial but, run yeah. phase. You but would be batting a thousand though. If, I would uh, be 100. percent The thing about the having the married man as the wingman is that I have I, I can go up to any woman mm-hmm. and feel incredibly confident talking to them because I'm not going home with them. Right. I never have to see them again. Or maybe one more time if you guys end up going on a couple dates, that'd be all right. That's right. But, you know, I can go up to any woman and be like, hi, I'm Austin. I'm taken. But Parker, this guy, (laughs) listen, if you can't get... The the main course, the side dish is pretty good. That's right. That feel like this is not good wingman material. Yeah, you come on, man. <laughs> the side course over here. No, no, you're right. It'd be uh, you'd be good at it. Um, and there's not that fear of rejection, right? So you know, yeah. yeah who cares? Yeah, who cares? I'm, I'm not the guy that's uh, that's involved here. Yeah, I'll leave the the uh, potential rejection to this guy. Absolutely. Right over here. No, I'm kidding. Assist man, call me Scott Skiles. Who's the guy from the Orlando? Magic who you wouldn't know. That's what I don't know. I mean, anyway, John Stockton was a good assist guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, call me John out like Stockton. Stockton. Call Steve, me Steve Kerr to Michael Jordan. Let's yeah. go, baby. All right, we got to get going. We got we're talking too much about all of our all of yeah. our pure chaos that was yesterday. Let's talk about the pure, pure chaos that's going to happen. That happened on Saturday, mm. and then the and pure that's chaos that's going to happen here on, on Friday. Yeah, goodness gracious, Nebraska football. Yeah. They lose to Wisconsin yeah. in overtime. Yep. What a new way to lose mm-hmm. a one-score game is mm-hmm. losing in overtime. Haven't seen that in a hot minute. Ugh. Nebraska's played three overtime games since 2014. Uh, that was our last overtime win was in 2014. We wow. played three since. 
we have not scored in an overtime Ugh. period uh, in those three games. Now, I think Mike Riley had one. I think Scott was in one. And he then, was in uh, one against Michigan. Yeah, I remember, or Michigan I remember State. Off the top of my head, who it was? Uh, it was in the it was in the three and nine best three and nine team of all time. Season. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, and now you know Matt Rule zero for one in uh, overtimes. Twenty four to seventeen, we fall to five and six. One more game here to get bowl eligible. Our last chances against Iowa, the 16th ranked team in the country. They're it nine and two. Wild which is, that they're ranked. It's and it's unbelievable. They're nine and two, and they're firing their offensive coordinator <laughs> after this season. They announced three weeks ago that they're letting this guy go uh, in the middle of the season. They said, "Yeah, he's going to be gone at the end of the year." If we go ten and two, who cares? He's still fired. Like that's wild. Wow. Uh, but uh, what did you think about uh, Saturday there uh, the, in uh, Madison? The thing about Saturday was that it was every it was every Nebraska fan's worst fear, mm-hmm. and it was that the turnovers weren't actually the problem. You know that it, that truly is the is the worst part of it is because Nebraska had one turnover when it really yeah. didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, right at the end. Right, right at the, the end, yeah. it was effectively a punt. Like it, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It, well, it was the end of the game at that point too. It was the interception, right? right. But uh, yeah, and that just sealed the deal. But yeah, no, no picks. They had the turnover on downs, um, and it was a uh, you know it was a good start. It was fourteen nothing. In the blink of an eye, I yeah. was watching. I didn't. I didn't get to like sit down and fully focus on the game. I was at a basketball game, but I had the game on on my phone, just kind of checking the scores. And you know, I saw literally looked down on my phone and saw the Chubba Purdy sixty-four yard touchdown run where he hit twenty miles per hour. On they they did Man. like the next. Uh, they did the analytics on his. Uh, I guess they have chips in their shoulder pads that are able <laughs> to tell how fast they're going. So yeah, he hit twenty miles an hour, which is like okay, Chubba can run the football. Yeah. And uh, he looked good. He, he was the leading rusher in this game for Nebraska. Um, he threw the ball effectively. He did. The issue was, where was Emmett Johnson? Anthony Grant goes down. Offensive line, good. No wide receivers on the field. Nobody, even though Chubba was so efficient, you know, we got spoiled last year with Trey Palmer because Trey Palmer was next level where he would create separation yeah. from himself, the safeties, and the cornerbacks. We don't have a wide receiver that could do that this year. So there's no deep threat. There's no like, yeah, if we if we can't run the football, well, we're not going to throw the we. We're we're not going to throw the football more than three yards downfield. We're going to throw the little checkdowns. That's how Chubba's going to get his you know fifteen for twenty three mm-hmm. or whatever he was. But we're not getting Malachi open on a post route. We're not getting Fedoni open on a little out to the sideline or something like that. That's that's part of the issues with this team here on offense because we started well and then Wisconsin figured us out and we couldn't do anything since and. You know, the defense in the second half was good, not great. I mean, it was great in the first half. It was mm-hmm. good, not great in the second half. It needed to be great both halves, and we would have won that game, you know, 14-7 to or 14-10. Sure. to uh, But, nope, they, they scored when it mattered, and uh, Nebraska's just not there yet. I try and come into every podcast with a hot take, something yeah. kind of spicy. What you got today? I don't. Yep. The only thing I have is that Nebraska is bad. Yep. And... They're not, it's, they are not just keeping turnovers at bay and they'll be good. It is, Nebraska's offense is bad and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no, and it's not just like, there isn't a finger to point at. This, I, I've done a lot of pointing at Matt Rule a lot this season. I've done a lot of pointing at Harburg or Sims or whatever. This was the, this was as good as Nebraska could play. Yeah. 
and they lost to a bad team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that sucks. That hurts. That's not, that's not what we wanted as a, as a team that is one game away from being bowl eligible. That is a harsh reality check. And there, I didn't see much of, of Matt rules, press conferences afterward, but they're like, there's just nothing. There's no excuse this time. Mm-hmm. Nebraska is just bad, and we have to trust that Matt Rule can make us not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is his first season, and he's five and six. I, I mean, you know, Frost was four and eight in his first year. Mike Riley was, you know, around the same five and seven. I think his first year. But we went to a bowl game under Mike Riley because we had a a good academic performance rating that got us into the <laughs> Foster Farms Bowl that year, uh, which we won. But uh, yeah, Nebraska is going to have to win this game regardless. I, I I win this game against Iowa to get to that bowl game. Regardless, I think it was. There were a lot of successes, uh, and we'll, we'll get to a whole season recap after the Iowa game. Sure. You know, if we win or lose it, or if we go to a bowl game or not. But there were a lot of successes this year under Matt Rule. I think uh, the culture, the mindset, and the process has been set, and these players are starting to follow it, and you can see evidence of that. And you also in year one, you you get uh, you know these people are smart; they take notes. I'm sure, and go, hey, we need to fix this, we need to fix this, we need to fix this. We need to go get this guy in the recruiting classes. We need to go get this quarterback in the transfer portal, this kind of quarterback. We need to outline these guys as wide receivers that could come here and make an instant impact. So that's what college football's kind of turned into, and that's what uh, is going to be on the docket for Matt Rule in the offseason is to find out ways to make this offense better uh, because, uh, you know, he, he – He's even said, uh, he, he said in a press conference on Monday, I don't have this clip. I do have a clip from Matt Rule uh, when we talk about Tony White, uh, the yes. defensive coordinator. But he had a uh, he had a clip this week where he said, you know, everywhere I've went, uh, my uh, defenses have been good. Every season of college football coaching that I've had, my defenses have been good. My offenses have always been middle of the road. Right now we're not middle. We're not, we're not even close to middle of the road. We're like bottom of the road wow. looking to get middle of the road to be Anywhere from thirty-five to sixty, and if Nebraska had the thirty-fifth or the between the thirty-fifth and the sixtieth-ranked offense instead of like the hundred tenth, which is what they are right now, <laughs> we'd be we'd be ten and two. I mean, like yeah. we would have lost. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, f- I was nine and two. Market. <laughs> yeah, that's Market. right. No, they're right. They they are and nine and two. What, Their where's is, Iowa ranked uh, in, on offense? It, it might be Nebraska. It might be around Nebraska. I actually think Iowa might have a better offense than Nebraska uh, does right now. But I, think I don't they're, think they're in the in the. I don't think they're in the like thirty-five no, 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 to sixty no, no, no. range. No, no, they're no, nowhere close not. to that. Definitely not. Now Iowa's defense better than Nebraska's. Uh, barely, barely. I mean, Nebraska's had a great defense this season, upper half of the Big Ten. But uh, I mean, you're, you're talking about. Uh, yeah, if, if this offense was middle of the pack, which is what Matt Rule said, that's what he, he's very honest in saying. Everywhere I've been, um, we've always just been middle of the pack, which is like, okay, let's strive for a little bit better. <laughs> uh, but I mean, really, like, like if that's the case, then uh, this team is ten and two, and we're not mm-hmm. losing our last three games, and probably the only games we're losing this year are Michigan. And then maybe Colorado or Minnesota early on, yeah. right? Like, but but other than that, we're not losing any of these games we've recently lost. So, yeah, um, yeah that that's just the harsh reality of it, and it and it goes to show you how big of an off season. Uh, the, I hate saying this, 
because it's like, oh, off-season champions, you know, we're winning the off-season. This is such an important off-season for this team, and uh, we'll uh, see how they improve. Yeah, in there. you know, the the last thought that I that I've had about the season so far is that I'm really frustrated with the order of the wins because I because I stand by the thing that I said last week, and is that this team has gone backwards. Yeah. That this team, that Matt Rule, who is supposed to be this this guy that develops talent, did not develop talent during the season. Well, and it's he was given a tough situation, injuries. This sure. team is the most injured in the Big Ten it's in terms sure. of starters being gone. But you're right, right? Because because starters are gone. Next man up. Where where is that next? Where man is up? that where is that development coming yeah. in? Right? Because the the idea is is that. These these wide receivers, these running backs, they're very young, but they are getting real game time reps yeah. and they are getting reps with the first team. They're going against one of the best defenses in the country in Nebraska's defense. Ones versus ones. They should be getting better every single That's right. day. That's right. And they haven't been. I, if Nebraska, if I mean, if we're being honest, Matt Rule as a as an in-season developer, and I know this is year one and all that sort of stuff. But in year one, if it had gone five straight losses, and then six straight wins, mm. I would be over the moon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would be absolutely over the moon. But it's the fact that there was you this would... this starting off as like pretty okay, and then we have a big run in the middle, yeah. and then just a fall off. Just a, a dive off a cliff, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I, that, I agree. That's the most frustrating part about this. And, and I mean, Wisconsin... Northwestern is good. That like David Braun legitimately might be the Big Ten coach of the year. They've gone on. They've been opposite Nebraska. They were bad in October when Nebraska beat them, and now they've yeah. they can't lose a game now here in November, and they're sitting with like seven wins, mm-hmm. and, and they're they're like one win away from uh, maybe they're like six. I, I don't know. I got to pull the standings up, but they are they are up there, and David Braun might be Big Ten coach of the year, but uh, they're. They're reversing what Nebraska's doing. I mean, Nebraska had this incredible rise in October, and we have fallen off a cliff here in November. Mm-hmm. Playing teams that are, like, Michigan State is not a good football team. Maryland yeah. is pretty good. Maryland Maryland's almost pretty good. beat Michigan uh, this weekend, and uh, that surprised a lot of people. And Wisconsin is not good. I mean, no. that was not a good football team on Saturday that we let we let them beat us because we just are so deficient in one area that mm-hmm. we just let them come back and win. They're 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 not efficient at all in a lot of areas, but uh, they were. You could be efficient enough when you don't have massive deficiencies like Nebraska does on offense. Absolutely, and that was uh, Wisconsin. So, well, we move forward to Friday, and somehow, <laughs> some way, some so people <laughs> you're going to be have so bad. <laughs> Nebraska favored by one and a half. Yeah, 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 definitely. To the 16th ranked Iowa Hawkeyes, you know who are nine and two. You know why I think Nebraska has been uh, fluctuating one and a half point favorites to Iowa being one and a half point favorites. Iowa is already in the Big Ten championship game. They may not play a lot of their starters oh, in this no, Nebraska you're game. Do this to no, me, they might. You? I mean, this is what this is what uh, is being reported. They're out of Iowa. Uh, they also have some injuries too. Cooper DeGene, uh, who is a stud. I mean, literally, the Cooper DeGene. I I hate Iowa, but I love this guy. This guy's incredible. Punt returner, uh, their best defensive player, did not play in the Nebraska game last year, which. I think helped Nebraska because he's a safety, and mm-hmm. uh, you know that's how you know Casey Thompson and Trey Palmer were meeting oh, for yeah. like 220 yards in that game because they didn't have their starting safety Iowa 
Uh, but they don't have him again. Iowa's Cooper DeGene is out for the season. Uh, he got hurt last week, so uh, he's gone. They have a, a few other starters that might be sitting out. Uh, their quarterback, Deacon Hill, is looks like an offensive lineman. I don't know if you've seen this guy before. <laughs> I gotta but, look him up. Now. Deacon Hill. He's a big dude. Um, he's like I'm, I'm gonna guess probably like six two two forty as a quarterback and uh, does not run that offense very well. And um, two six two sixty. That's what he Damn. is. Damn. Yeah, yeah. He's a big guy. Holy cow! Look at this guy. What does it say? Six two two six six three two six three two fifty eight. Yep. Yep. According to the Iowa website. So he's they have the, his height listed twice. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. They uh, they went with him after, obviously, uh, the transfer, um, whom I'm blanking on uh, right now, the transfer, J.J., no, not J.J. J. McCarthy. McCarthy's current Michigan, Cade McNamara, Cade McNamara. former McNamara. Michigan quarterback, is at Iowa, and then he got hurt a few games into the season, so... Deacon Hill comes in, and you know, he's got them winning football games, right? But it's all about the Iowa defense. It's all about special teams. It's all about position, field position control. Uh, that's how they're going to beat you, and uh, I can see how that's how they beat Nebraska on Saturday. The other interesting thing is the weather. Uh, have you seen the weather forecast for Friday no, night? I haven't. It is supposed to snow, but uh, no. it's... It's gone back and forth. Might be Saturday night uh, now. They're they're pushing it all over the place. Point is, it could be a cold, snowy day in Lincoln uh, for the Black Friday game against Iowa, and uh, that that might play into like some of the over under numbers uh, that we were seeing. Twenty six and a half for an over under <laughs> is wild. Hammer the under, brother. Wild. Hammer the under. Um, but uh, saying that, um, I I talked myself into picking Nebraska last week against Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Um. I think I had him beating Maryland, right? And then yep. I'm pretty sure I had him beating. So I'm 0 for 3. I've learned my lesson. We're not going to a bowl game. Uh, we're Whoa. not doing it. We, we, we're just not going to do it. It's going to be um, it's going to be 17 to 6. Iowa. Wow. Who's our yeah. quarterback? Is it Chuba again? It could be. Uh, now Heinrich is healthy. Um, said Matt Rule this week in practice. Heinrich is, and and you might see Heinrich go out there because you have a better. Option like like you let's say let's say we're gonna try to throw the ball we're gonna try to throw the ball in in blustery windy maybe snowy conditions with mm-hmm. Chuba and we're gonna try to run or we're gonna try the QB run option out you know kind of what uh, that uh, Barrett Wilkie was doing for Stanton sure. yesterday you know get some of those <laughs> get some of yeah, those uh, yeah, yeah. spin arounds get get around the edge get get yardage that way if they go with Heinrich but uh, certainly not gonna be Jeff Sims I'll tell you that he, he's from. <laughs> You know, he's from the South. He's from, I think, the Georgia uh, area. He went to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the coldest game he's ever been a part yeah. of. He ain't getting in that football game. No. So uh, he didn't get in uh, against Wisconsin, obviously. So I, uh, but I, I, other than that, I'm just, maybe I'll pick a loss here and it'll reverse because I've been wrong <laughs> the last few weeks. So I'm going 17 to 6, Iowa. Man. So you are picking the under. Uh, yeah. I, 23. Yeah. Listen, Iowa's got nothing to play for. No, they don't. They got nothing to play for. Nebraska has everything to play for. A successful season. A bowl game on the line, baby. Las Vegas Bowl could be ours. Could be it. Could be it. Listen, I told myself I wouldn't let myself get hyped and believe in in Nebraska. But I believe in Nebraska. This Nebraska Cornhusker team has one game. One game to change the world. Spark a difference in this in this university in this start off the Matt Rule era with a bowl game. 
I believe they can do it. One and zero each week. That's what he says. They're going to go one and zero this week, and they can go one and zero this week. Nebraska wins fourteen mm. to nine. Oh. That's my pick. Ooh. I'd love it. I'd love it. I'm not going to meet you though. I'm not meeting you. Uh. Not meeting you there. I mean, I, I just I wish I could. There's it, a few dregs of Kool Aid left. Yeah, and I'm just barely just, sipping on them. I'm chewing on the powder. The bottle. You got the, you got the, <laughs> the Kool Aid jammer. Yeah. is is near empty, and I can have a few extra <sighs> drops. Yeah, I, I wish I could do it. I wish yeah. I could, but here's the thing. It's like Nebraska, every time we want something so bad. Like, I wanted to beat Wisconsin so bad yeah. in Madison. And I, and I wanted to, these last three weeks, I wanted to win one of these games. Uh, I wanted the, this team to win one of these games. And they've been close against Michigan State and Maryland. And then, obviously, Wisconsin losing in overtime. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, Nebraska, we just, we can't have nice things here. <laughs> we can't do it. Like, it, it. No, nope. anything football, good that's about to Yeah, that's right. In that's football, right. that's the, there are very good things in other sports here that's right. at this university. But uh, in football, no, it's just not going to happen until it happens. And mm-hmm. uh, when it does happen, it might catch you or I or any other Husker fan off guard a little bit because it's like, oh, oh, here we are, here we're back again. Uh, and and then it's and then like there you trying go. to guess when Jesus Christ comes back yeah. for the second t- for the second coming. You know, you know, not the day, no, not the hour when he you'll just know it. You'll know it when he, yeah. Did I just compare the Huskers to Jesus Christ? Yeah, in the oh. book of Revelation or whatever. Yeah, we got yeah. problems here, brother. We got real problems. Uh, Lord, I apologize. For uh, it's bad. It's bad it's here bad. in Husker land. But, but you know what's good? What? Husker volleyball, oh, baby. Yes. Clinching the Big Ten Championship, baby. Boom. Bang! Give them the belt. 27 and 0, 18 and 0 in the Big 10. Uh you you wrote up a very nice thing here all about what hmm. they have done. T- read it off for me. Yeah. Tell me what the Huskers have done. 35th all-time conference championship for Nebraska volleyball. Keep in mind it only goes back to about 1970, so, you know, however long ago. That's 50 53 years. Yeah, yeah. So they've won 35. 35 conferences. This is going Big 12 and Big 10. Um, you know, they went through a stretch in the Big 10 where they won every year for like, you know, 18 yeah. out of the 20 years, uh, including their fourth Big 10 title and their first one since 2017. So it's been kind of of a while. Obviously, well, the it's Big because Ten's Wisconsin has Penn just State, beat the crap out of Wisconsin, us. Penn State, Minnesota. Yeah. I think of each one uh, Big 10 titles since then. So it's been a tough league. And uh, now with two matches left to go, here we go. We got Wisconsin Friday, 3 p.m., and then at Minnesota Saturday. And uh, with a three-game lead in the conference standings, no way they can lose the Big Ten title. So here we so go. Wait, did Just Wisconsin lose? Yeah, Wisconsin lost to lose? Purdue uh, last Whoa. week. And then that set up uh, Nebraska again with a three-game lead with mm-hmm. three games to go. They just needed to win one game, and they beat Iowa, and that was it. So now they have a three-game lead uh, with two games to go over Wisconsin, who, again, they're up by three over them. So, yep, there you go. That that wraps up the Big Ten. And so now they have the Badgers, who are a very good volleyball team, on Friday in Wisconsin. And then another ranked team at Minnesota on Saturday, the very next day. So uh, I obviously have to go too far. But uh, it's going to be a tough weekend for Husker Volleyball. There are Mm -hmm. a lot of people saying we don't want to win any games this weekend. If you are one of those people who are like jinxy, you know, Mm -hmm. "Ah, we don't... 
you gotta lose once, right? It's hard to beat a team three times. It's you know, if we gotta play Wisconsin or Minnesota a third time because they'll be in the tournament. Yeah, um, there are people who want Nebraska to lose. Husker fans who want Nebraska are, to lose this weekend. Are you to avoid one of them? them? No, I don't care. I, I ah. it'd be like if they do, if they lose to Wisconsin in a sweep. To, on, on Friday, mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is still a championship level team for the Huskers. They'll they'll, they'll recover. They'll get right back into it. Uh, and same thing with Minnesota. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Do do what you got to do. Yeah. You go out to win every game. Exactly. Might, might as well win. Be every game. the undefeated team. Yeah. Be the team that finishes unbeaten. Like, don't worry about you know. That's oh, right. no team ever finishes undefeated. Uh, be that team. Nebraska, be that team. So. Be the one. There's a the second season of Shorzy. You know the show Shorzy no. on Hulu. Uh, you know the show Letter Kenny. Yes, I love Letter Kenny's great. So the There's... the character Shorzy from Letter Kenny. Uh-huh. The I can't even say some of the the things that are he 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 makes fun of Jonesy and Riley. Oh, shut up, Jonesy! I, I met your mom last night and gave her a tug. I may have to bleep that. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> that, that's that's Shorzy. Yeah, he has his own spinoff show where he is playing hockey and and whatever. The second season, their whole goal is to go undefeated, and they can either be the best team in the league this year. Or the best team ever. Mm. That's their whole saying. If they go undefeated, they are the best team ever. Nebraska volleyball this year, they could either be the best team in the league or they could be the best team ever. ever right? Be the best team ever, That's baby. Right. And then get them back next year. Yeah! They're, they're not, none of them are seniors. Oh, it's so good! Yeah, yeah. Oh. If this group can get it back to back, now they have a lot of work to do. It's going to be tough uh, here in in this season uh, for them yes. to win the championship, just because I think of their just because of their youth and inexperience mm-hmm. at that kind of level. What it actually takes to win volleyball games on December twelfth and thirteenth and fourteenth when you're uh, there at the final four. But I mean, man, uh, you, you get you get these girls the experience, and then next year, I mean, when they're all. Sure. A year older and you get some new faces into the program, man, that could be a lot of fun. So uh, Absolutely. we'll see how it works for him. It's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. I'm very excited yeah. to watch the Wisconsin game and because and, I'll be home Beyond with all right. my family yeah. and my family, huge volleyball fans, very excited it's to watch. It's on right after the Nebraska football game, too. Mm-hmm. So imagine that kind of day where you have Nebraska at 11 a.m. By the way, on CBS, I th- that's... That's going to be so cool to see uh, the Huskers and the Hawkeyes, and then you get that CBS intro, their their yeah. college football intro. Man, that that's that's going to be cool. And then uh, <laughs> you have uh, yeah, three o'clock Nebraska and Iowa, or excuse me, Nebraska and uh, Wisconsin. I think on uh, BTN. So that's right. Could be a good day for the Huskers. I'll Could tell you be that. A really good day for the Huskers. Black Friday, baby. Mm. All right, we are not having a Thursday show this week because it is Thanksgiving. So, gobble, 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 gobble. We are getting into our high roller picks. We got so many. We got more than just high roller yeah. picks. Should I play the? Should I play the intro for for what we're doing for Thanksgiving? The gobbler. Yeah, we're gonna we're do gonna it. play. We're gonna do it. Play, dang it. It's better every week. Oh, I didn't realize there was someone in the back doing a little riff. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. baby. The Thanksgiving Gobbler. That's, that's uh, I think, what we call one of our uh, sets of picks today. And then we'll go back to our high roller picks. Yeah. First, you want a standings update on their high rollers? <sighs> no. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to give you one. <laughs> Last week, Austin, I was 3-1. and one. I'll take it. 3-1, uh, and one, <laughs> only missing my high roller pick, which was Nevada. They were 10-point uh, underdogs to Colorado State. I should have listened to you. And the person you know, is it a family member you know yep, who was Zach it for CSU? Brisnahan, baby. So I should have should have went with you guys. But I had a Nevada winning on a uh, plus 10 underdog. They lost by, uh, no, it was plus 11 and a half. They lost, though, uh, 30 to 20, so it did not get that. Mm-hmm. I had BYU trying to cover 24 and a half against Oklahoma, and uh, they did. They lost by seven, but still covered. Pitt needed to cover three against Boston College. They did that. They won 24-16. And then I had Kansas, they needed to cover plus eight over Kansas State, and they did. They did lose the game by four, but still covered the eight points. Uh, meanwhile, yourself, the you, only one you got right was Georgia. Yeah, Georgia and uh, Tennessee. I, I don't remember what the uh, spread was. It's was only ten and a half, and Georgia yeah. blitzed them. It was a blowout. Uh, then you had Colorado State. They needed to cover eleven and a half, so you went there uh, with with him, and uh, they ended up winning, but did not cover the eleven and a half. You had Kansas State. They needed to cover eight. They did not. They only won by four. And then you had the Maryland money line, which was close. Great game. It was close. It was, at, what, 31-27 yeah. or something like that. Uh, Michigan won that. So uh, you went one and three, which means you are 7-24-1. <laughs> and my three and one week puts me four games above 500, 18 and 14. Have Let's you started go, betting on, I, on I, this Well, the stuff? one week I did, I was in Yankton, and, and it, uh, it didn't hit. Right. I did the parlays. I need to just start doing the individual ones yeah. and putting ten bucks on. Parlays are tough, right? Absolutely, parlays are really tough, and uh, I, I just need to start doing these individually, and then um, you know, one of them will hit, right? Two of them will hit, <laughs> and then it'll well, clearly work out. for you, at least two will hit yeah. every single week. But we're going to start off yeah. with ones that don't count to the record. Yeah. Or do they? Do they count to the record? I don't think so. I okay. think we'll just do this one for fun. Our Thanksgiving gobbler picking the uh, NFL games here on Thanksgiving. So, Would you like to get us started off I could with do that? it. Let's I could do, do it. it. And I'll make it real easy, Austin. Okay. I'm picking all the favorites. I put it wow. in the spread. Put in the spread of the favorites this weekend. It's uh, the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. The uh-huh. Lions are good on Thanksgiving for the mm-hmm. first time ever, right? <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm going to the Lions seven and a half over Green Bay, like that one. Also, the Dallas Cowboys they're 11 point favorites over the Washington Commanders. I like Dallas to cover that 11 point spread at home. The big and spread. Then the 49ers and the Seahawks. 49ers on the road. They figured it out. I like the 49ers to win by seven. So I think uh, I think they're going to cover that. So I'm going every favorite. I know that's dangerous. Two of them home favorites. One of them a road favorite. But uh, uh, give me all the favorites. Put them in a parlay for ten bucks, Austin. You know what it could win? Sixty dollars. <laughs> Not bad. Not My bad. parlay will for ten dollars win you one hundred thirty nine dollars. Yeah. So clearly not going with all the favorites. I, as a diehard Packer fan. Yeah. The Packers won a huge game last week. They did, over the Chargers. That's right. They got momentum. They have momentum on their side. And Detroit, I know they're good on Thanksgiving for the first time ever, but disappointment Mm -hmm. is coming their way. Give me the Packers money line, baby. Give it to me. I agree with you on Dallas. I mean, the Commanders are absolutely not trash. Dallas is going to cover the 11 points. 
Seattle, though. Mm. I'm not picking this a money This is one line. that I, I was questionable about, but go ahead. Yes, yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is the one that, like, the first one is absolutely just a, a, a soul pick. Yeah. The, the San Francisco one, I'm picking Seattle to cover the six and a half points. It's, it's tough, but that's a big spread, and Seattle's not that bad. No. I don't think they're that bad. One so. thing to concern that concerns me, Geno Smith, Seahawks quarterback, he is playing uh, yeah. on Thanksgiving night, but he was hurt last week, and then uh, Pete Carroll just said today uh, that he will be good to go on Thursday, but he does, uh, you know, he is a little bit banged up, so that's why I kind of went, eh. Uh, Brock, Brock Purdy, they're back with the 49ers, so anyway. But I'm not trying to talk you out of it. Not plus, trying to talk you out of it. Plus, Brock Purdy does well. Yeah. Chubba Purdy does well. You know, it all it all works together, right? Yep. But no, I am going with Seattle. All right. Uh, $10 wins you $139 on that parlay. Now, we go to the stuff that counts. Yes. No more are the exhibition matchups here. This is real-time high roller picks, baby. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to? Um, you can go first. I will go first. My Black Friday doorbusters, baby. Oh yeah, all Black yeah, yeah, Friday yeah. picks, brother. We start off with Oregon versus Oregon State. It's at Oregon. Oregon State is a thirteen and a half point dog, and I think that they can cover that thirteen and a half point. So Oregon State to cover thirteen and a half. Now. Air Force at Boise State. This has an under written all over it. 46 and a half points is is the over under. I'm taking the under. You got to hammer the under when it comes to the military. Support the troops if you want the Air Force to win. I hope they win. However, I'm picking the under 46 and a half points. Right. Then Miami at Boston College. This could have been my high roller pick because Boston College is a nine-point underdog, but I think Boston College wins this game outright. Mm-hmm. Give me the money line, Boston College. They're at home. Miami's not that good. No. So I, it's two teams that are pretty bad, and it's wild to think that one bad team is nine points better than the other one. Boston College is going to win this one. Finally, mm. hold the phone. I got to click that off, and I got to hit this. Oh, baby. Mama's little high roller is going to Texas. Texas. Texas versus Texas Tech. Texas fight. At Texas, Tech is a 12 and a half point underdog. It's a it's a great rivalry. This Texas Tech Texas rivalry. Texas is looking for the college football playoff. They're mm-hmm. they're looking for the Big 12 title. They're looking to get into the final four. And the Red Raiders are going to say, no, no, give me Texas Tech money line, baby, for the high roller pick. You know, people say, people say if there's a team that slips up here coming up, that's has a chance to make the playoff. It could be the Longhorns. They are looking the shakiest of any team. And Texas Tech, pretty good. Uh, Coach McGuire, uh, Joey McGuire, the uh, dad of uh, Husker wide receivers coach. Garrett McGuire really? is the, uh, the Texas Tech head coach. So, yeah, there you go. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Got to say it. This could be your week. 4 and 0. <laughs> you know, I say that I think every week. Uh-huh. This could you be your week. You this do say it every week. I'm starting to think that you're you're trying to jinx me. No, I I I really um that Tech one. That Tech one's a good one. I, I might, All I of my high roller picks tend to be close. Yeah. I haven't hit yet. 
but they're all close. All right. All right. Come Here on. Here we then. go. Now let's get serious. <laughs> let's get into let's it. Let's get to the 18 and 14 <laughs> on the season, folks. Listen to this. All right. We'll start with Bowling Green, Western Michigan. Uh, Bowling Green, two and a... What are you laughing about? What a hot game. <laughs> what a hot game. Let's get serious. <laughs> Bowling Green. This is how you get 18 and 14. You're that absolutely right. Here. Bowling Green, two and a half point favorites. Uh, they are on the road at Western Michigan. This is a game, Austin, that is tonight. All right? We're going with no Saturdays, only Tuesdays. I got one Thursday, Thanksgiving college football game, and then two Fridays coming up. This one Tuesday night, Bowling Green, two and a half point underdogs on the road at Western Michigan. Give me them uh, money line. Went out right there on the road. Uh, sorry, cover the spread. Cover the spread's better eyes. Let's do the spread. <laughs> spread's better. Minus 110. Money line would have been minus 150. So uh, 110, put them at the point spread. Second one, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Mississippi State fired their head coach. They're looking for a new one. Uh-huh. Ole Miss, 10.5-point favorites on the road. Give me the running Rebels and the fighting Lane Kiffins to cover. Uh, so that one's on Thanksgiving. Then Akron, Ohio. Akron is 14-point underdogs against the Ohio Bobcats. They're yeah. going to cover that, though. They're going to cover oh, that in really? the state of Ohio battle. And then the final one, TCU, Oklahoma. Moneyline TCU, that's my... Uh, Pick right there, uh, TCU Oklahoma. I'm taking uh, the Horn Frogs wow. to beat uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. I really thought pick. about that one. I really thought about that one, but man, uh, I forgot to mention if you parlay all of mine, ten dollar bet wins you six hundred sixty nine dollars. Yeah, nice. What does um, yours win you? Mine was. A ten dollar bet goes two eighty two sixty four. I really should so. start learning from you. I really should. <laughs> this is. <It's, laughs> I don't know. You know, I I look at uh, it's the numbers, right? So it's minus two and a half plus two and a half plus five and a half minus four, whatever it is, and you just go Bowling Green. What a what a you know. I I look at it and go, why would I bet on Bowling Green? <laughs> Ugh. Gross. What a nobody college. I don't, I don't know this for sure, but sometimes, you know, you look at these and you go, oh, Bowling Green. Every time they've played the last seven games, turns out they're six and one against the spread. Like they're they're that good. Now I don't know if that's the case or not, but there are there are little people that do nuggets that. and teams that you could find and sure. and you go, yeah, I mean, every time they've played a team like this, they've won that spread. So um, man, that's how that's how people make money. But yeah. people also lose money that way too because <laughs> they get over their own heads. So it's true. Uh, best of luck. Let's uh, hey, right yeah. back at you. I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving. You too. You Thank too. You. Yeah. I, Thanksgiving. I know you don't like it as much. I love Thanksgiving. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have I a- don't think it deserves the hype yeah. that yeah. it gets. I actively you- listen to Christmas music yeah. before, during, and after Thanksgiving. But I do enjoy the food, and yep. I enjoy the togetherness that comes with it. That's right. That's right. It's it's one of my favorites. Uh, we have so much family coming back yeah. for for Thanksgiving. It's you know, kind of the first one since COVID, right? Sure. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of families are doing it this year too. It's, I'm sure people got forty, fifty person gatherings. You know, recently, but right, it feels like there's a lot of fam, big time family gatherings going on uh, here in 2023. Maybe more so than 
2022, 2021, 2020 when we were, you know, in the middle of a pandemic. So it's nice that that's kind of all uh, brushed out of the way for people and uh, looks like a a lot of travel for some people this weekend. A lot of travel, a lot of travel. And I think the best thing is, is that it's not an election year. So Mm -hmm. the political conversation could be at an all time low, which is always what I'm looking for. But listen. I'm ready to fight. If someone, yeah. I'll fight whatever side. If you come at me with with big political talk, I'll come at you with the other side. Yep, yep. Because I don't care. All right, Austin, <laughs> Israel, Hamas. What do we think here? What, what's, what's Which the side thoughts? are you on? Yeah, what, what are we thinking? <laughs> huh? Huh? Anyway, thanks so much for listening, everybody. No politics here. Don't you worry. Nothing but two cats talking about sports. This yeah. has been Siza and the Stash, the Thanksgiving edition. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful stuff. I'm Austin the Stash. You can find me on Instagram at Radio Guy Austin. He is Parker. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Parker Siza. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week. See ya. Peace.